Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Rusty Quill presents Chapter and Multiverse Welcome once again. I must admit it has cheered me up enormously to see you. Our superhero story has been taking some twists and turns that have me very concerned for our protagonists. Unfortunately, they're still succumbing to internal strife in the wake of Adib's showdown with Poltergeist and the rest of the team. And poor young Joseph has now become the centre of attention due to his unscrupulous use of gadgetry. Hello, and welcome back to Chapter and Multiverse, the actual play podcast where we explore the same city across multiple parallel universes. I am your game master, Maddie Searle. My pronouns are she, her. And today we are playing our campaign of Masks, A New Generation, which is designed by Brendan Conway and allows our players to take on the role of young superheroes. But before we go any further, I must introduce our wonderful and talented players. Could you please let me know your name and pronouns and your character's name and pronouns, starting with Ahmed. Hello, everyone. And I'm starting. <laughs> I'm Ahmed Al Jabri. And unlike always, I am guilt ridden. <laughs> I am playing Adib bin Yeslam, aka the Turban. Adib's pronouns are he and him. Beautiful. And Lori. Hi, I'm Lori Ann Davis, and I'm playing Bloodday with Morgan, known as Morgan, aka Siphon. And our pronouns are she, her. Nice. And Pip. Hello there, my name is Pip Gladwin, and I will be playing Joseph Teller, aka Zenith, and uh, he's not a good guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Uh, And we're both he, him. Just misunderstood. Nice. And Lydia. Hi, I am Lydia Nicholas, pronouns they, she, and I am playing Minnie Smithson, who is she, her, and is overwhelmed by the social complexities of the situation. (laughs) 
Understandable. Yeah. And just before we get into today's episode, we are currently on episode 14. So we're very, very close to the end of the campaign, which is terrifying. Our final episode of Masks will be episode 18, which will release on the 24th of August. And then after that, we have two fun-filled specials lined up, each lasting three episodes, with players from our recurring cast and some special guests. And then in October, we will have our second campaign. Ooh, (laughs) exciting times. But for now, last we left off in masks, Adib had had a reckless standoff with Poltergeist, which led to his fellow teammates getting him to back down. And you brought Poltergeist back to Targe only to discover via the electric shock that Hadib had received during the previous altercation that Joseph had been using some nefarious technology that you were not aware of, causing even more tension among the group. And to top it all off, you still have a gig to go to. And you have for several episodes, but that may not be at the forefront of your mind right now. So as we jump right back in, Joseph had just said farewell to the group, but is there anything anyone wants to do before he leaves? Minnie is going to turn to the others and say, I know it was a shock to hear that I'm an alien, but now that feels that I feel okay to ask you, uh... Is that normal amongst human friends? Um, you're all my first friends, so I don't really know, but... I, I, I mean, okay. Oh, do you mean specifically the electrocution ability? Yeah. No, that's not normal. Okay. The And the electrocuting your friends and controlling them without telling them? Um, no. No, okay. Just... I, I just wanted to check that that wasn't something that I had missed in my human socialization sessions. Um, Minnie? Yep. Can I have your earpiece, please? Minnie removes the earpiece and hands it over. I don't put it in my ear because <laughs> <laughs> I just bring it close to my mouth and listen, I, I know you're hearing me and all my life I knew exactly who I wanted to be. Adib, I know who Adib is. Even when it was against my family, it was against other people, I knew exactly who I wanted and what I stood for. But I have no idea what I'm doing as a turban. And clearly today, I have so much to figure out. I understand that you don't know who you are. And I'm glad you said it like that, because if you had any idea... (laughs) Uh, this would have been a very different conversation. Anyway, you're welcome to join us tonight. You know, figure ourselves together. And just hand back the earpiece. Minnie looks at the earpiece, throws it on the floor, and stamps on it. Mm. Uh, Morgan will also stamp on hers. <laughs> Foot straight through the floor. <laughs> Actually, yeah, she's really she's been booping Poltergeist the whole ride home to make sure he's oh, then asleep. Surely, it's a take the earpiece out and just crush it in your hand until it's no, no, dust. no, no, no. Between, fi- oh, between fi- finger oh, and yeah, thumb, yeah. just kind of crushes it. Yeah, and it turns to dust and into pure carbon. <laughs> it's diamond. Ooh, a diamond! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where is Joseph going, and what was his reaction to hearing that from Adib? That plays right into the into the helmet as 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 Joseph is like you know walking down the corridors of the Taj building and I think 
Joseph gets like a that full like ripple effect through your body you get when you have a really strong emotional reaction to something and I think there's an instant where his body is just like you know and now you cry now you cry now because of how that's made you feel and how you're already feeling and then I think that really drilled into him mechanism just goes no and just pushes all of that down into that little little secret place where we keep all of that stuff just compacts it up into a little cube and sets it aside does joseph hear the distinctive (coughs) of two of the devices being crushed i think the sort of top you know somewhere in the top left hand corner of his heads up display are like your names and code names and the little icon next to them and i think i see they just cut out. All three of them just just disappear. Just a little emotional beat. We're making it worse. <laughs> it's got damn eyes. Uh, I'll keep leaving. I'm not turning back now. Far too... <laughs> nope. <laughs> but I think I, as I'm leaving, uh, I'll send a message back to Aquila, who I know has been watching this whole thing. I'll just text, what now? Question mark. Yeah, I think, I think what she'll just say is... Rendezvous back at the Eerie. We'll discuss. Understood. And uh, I'll, I guess, go back to the jet and leave. All right. What's the plan for the rest of the now sundered team? <laughs> what? Minya's going to that gig. This is a research trip. And likely be like four <laughs> yeah. or five listicles and possibly, listicles. you know, if she's lucky, maybe like a feature in this. This is... Big event. Big event. Big event. And... She's told everyone now that she's writing articles. <laughs> she's like, I have to go write an article. Oh, I think actually that maybe that's something she's agonizing about. She's going to turn to everyone. You should all know that, uh, you know, when I'm saying that I'm writing articles, I'm I'm actually writing articles about humans for spec marklons. And I I haven't named you or, or, or quoted you, but I just I know that we're, we're now I'm not sure what's normal about surveilling your friends and so I just want you to know that I, I wrote one article that that um that you featured in uh Adib I I wrote one about people trying on shoes and and I said that, that some people were loved shoes a lot and and I was writing about you but I didn't use your name I swear and I just but I liked how you feel about shoes um so I did I did write about that and Morgan I wrote about protective friends and how humans love to protect one another and Minnie 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 I'm so sorry Morgan puts her hands very very carefully on your shoulders wants to hug you no but (laughs) Minnie Minnie that 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 sounds Lovely. I mean, you've just written about us. You've you've written really. Actually, I'd quite like to to read those. You, I'd I'd be interested in knowing what you write. Like maybe it would have been nice to yeah get permission, but you didn't put debilitating devices in our or on our bodies so that you could take us out. Like that's a very different thing. I'm sorry. Minnie like just cuddles up inside Morgan's and it's so awkward yes. because like you want to hug but also do not crush. Yeah. Oh, like she poor. needs to get this in in check because Morgan needs hugs. <laughs> Hang on, is there not is there is there not an argument here where Minnie could make herself incredibly heavy and dense so yeah. you could hug her? Oh my gosh, I just realised you could do that. You could you're like the ultimate weight for Morgan to train with. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway. Just, just benching this adorable alien girl. Yeah, I'd be like, Emma, go, I can take it. <laughs> anyway. Um, and I, I wrote an article about Joseph giving me milkshakes. About how lovely it was that he brought a milkshake for me. That is lovely, Minnie. And I thought he was a good friend. Sometimes people do bad things but it doesn't necessarily make them a bad person. I don't know. I'm confused. What time is your sister's gig? It's soon, right? Shall we... Yeah. Shall we go? I I don't think we should go without him. Nobody's perfect. Nobody is ever perfect. And I screwed up so badly today. Well, you were reacting to emotional things. like I wanted to help him for years. And then... I just felt like I'm only making things worse. I wanted to just do the right thing. I didn't I thought I was doing the right thing at that moment. And I was so wrong. But that's that's the point, right? You wanted to do the right thing. You made a mistake. That's that's okay. And I I get up from whatever couch or medical bed that I was sitting on for my ear. Minnie immediately like explodes out of Morgan's like careful non-hug and like wraps around the deep and gives a squeezy hug. Yeah, he he, he would hug back with a, a, yeah. a cloth wrap as well because he has so many of them around. So much squish. Right. I think we should go to the gig and we should if you two are okay with this like, I want to talk to Zenith. We're going to go and drag him with us. And this time he doesn't have something to explode in our ears to stop us. We, we can't find him. Do you know where he is? I was just going to suggest that we message the human friends. Oh, that makes so much more sense now, Minnie. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> incredible. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. <laughs> but anyway, uh. message human friends. Tell him we're going. Maybe, I don't know, drop a pin. Well, he knows where the thing is. And that we want him there and then hopefully he'll come. If he doesn't, I'm then all for the... um going to find him plan how are we going to find someone that's in a stealth jet oh unless i ask my boss and he uses his powers okay we can absolutely find him <laughs> or at least we, can, we can find the stealth jet and maybe other things i don't know it will depend on doris rolls uh, you know it will depend on his mood what what are your boss's powers mostly emailing important people <laughs> How could your boss find the stealth jet is more what I was wondering. Oh, um, well, he is quite a senior alien. I just have a vision in my head of Benson McDykel just kind of reaching out his hands in a kind of solaire pose and then just beams of light shooting into the sky like a searchlight that could like light up the stealth jet. That's just something that I have in my head. Yeah, I mean, that would be awesome. (laughs) But I'm sure we can find him, um, except for the fact that he definitely is getting orders from someone else who is very secret, and so... Wait, what if they don't let our messages get to him? We should text him right away. Yeah. Minnie's going to send him. Okay. You you can all send one as well. 
I think. <laughs> we spam. All three of us. Joseph, we love you! Joseph, send. Joseph, send. Joseph, send. Joseph, send. <laughs> At Joseph. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At Joseph. Joseph! <laughs> Exclamation mark. As this stream of messages suddenly comes in on your phone, presumably it also appears on your heads-up display, what is Joseph thinking and feeling about this? I mean, I think I mute that group instantly. <gasps> uh, just, I mean, ha- come on. <laughs> like, when it's just ding, 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 I think it's like, okay, other stuff on my mind right this second. The messages say things like, we still care about you, even if we don't understand you. Please come to the gig so I can give you a hug and ask you what on earth is happening. We should talk, says Morgan. Uh, Joseph. Just going to pop. Joseph. uh, (laughs) Just going to give myself the angry and guilty conditions because... Uh, (laughs) This this feels like a double condition kind of day. Yeah. 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 And I don't... I think... Uh, in this moment, I think at this point I'd probably be, you know, almost at uh, the Erie by now because the stealth jet's very fast. We're flying in a city. We're not flying into another city. It's point yeah. to point, A to B. Um, and I think Joseph is just trying to stay, just trying to stay neutral because I think if his emotional state tips any one direction at this point, he's gonna. He's either going to break something or curl up in the fetal position and weep. Uh, so he's kind of just like just trying to stay on a on a level, basically, and report in because that's what he's been ordered to do. All right, yeah. As you get into the eerie, there's all the familiar bleeping and blooping of the surveillance tech and Aquila with her steely ice blue eyes and gray hair spins around in her chair and says I see that our methods of surveillance have rather clashed with your recent attempts at a connection with your fellow heroes seems that way now you've done very well with the bugging of Taj and I've been able to get a lot of excellent data and I know that you will be interviewing Poltergeist tomorrow, or at least I hope you will be. And the other location? There is an experimental facility. I have been assured many times that it is no longer in use, but I'm not the trusting sort, and I want to be certain that it is no longer in use. Um, it is in the lowest basement of the building, and I would very much appreciate if you could just check it for me. But uh, in the meantime, I see from your footage that you've had a rather busy day and perhaps some light training before rest and then up early tomorrow would be prudent. And do you think that you would be able to get access to Poltergeist without your friends? Shouldn't be difficult. All right. Good to know. Very well. Yes, get some rest, and I will see you in the morning. And she does her habitual spin around in the chair. Joseph does his habitual kind of stand there for a few seconds. How did... How did you do it? How did I do what? When you were still operating. 
work with teams, you work with other heroes. Were you watching them all the time? Did you put bombs in their ears? Did you not trust anybody? Not at first. But the world hasn't been very kind to me. I think there's a moment of him kind of looking around this opulent penthouse <laughs> secret base. Yeah. People have betrayed my trust more times than I can count. And as I became older, I realised that there were a lot of things I could do to reduce the possibility of such a thing happening again. Like, what? Never leaving this building? Can't remember the last time I saw you out of that chair. Can you even fight anymore? She stands up at that and towers over you. She is a tall, gaunt woman, and you can see that she is not as strong as she once was, but her fists are clenched, and her kind of wiry, veiny arms are tense. And then she just stands there for a few seconds and then relaxes her arms, and she just says, get out. I think in, in I, he will try and reject the influence, because I think the last time I just let it happen... 2d6. Yes. That is exactly a 10. <gasps> oh my goodness. She must have got a spine. I sweep her leg. <gasps> yes. <gasps> or at least I try to. <laughs> and directly engage a threat, please. All right. I'm so excited. Uh, it's danger. Oh, hell no. Really, really, really oh, bad. No. Uh, that was a four with a minus one, so a three <gasps> total. Yeah, you, I tried. Yeah, you reach out to try and sweep her leg and she just grabs onto your arm and this, despite the fact that she's not as strong as she, she once was, she has this wiry persistence to her grip yeah. and she like just stares into your eyes for a few seconds and then throws you back and you slam against a wall and slide down. I will hit the wall and slide down it. Um, Joseph's going to pick himself up. He's going to pull his helmet off, and he's fully crying at this point. Oh! Going to chuck it away. I'm just going to run at her again. All right. Oh, Joseph! Wait, did you? What did you choose on when you succeed in rejecting? Because you have two choices. Oh, no, oh, we didn't do that. I'll take some choices. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ahmed. Thank you, Ahmed. We're all too caught up in the moment. The, the two choices I'm taking for the, the influence rejection. Uh, I don't think I can realistically clear either of those conditions because I'm still very much feeling angry and guilty. I think that's yeah. fair. I'm going to take cancel their influence and take a plus one forward, which I will now immediately use. And just for the fun of it and the narrative of it, I am going to shift my superior down to a plus two and I'm going to shift my mundane up to a plus three. Amazing. Woo! Mundane boy. Uh, just for fun. He's so normal. Because yeah, <laughs> I'm so normal. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm in a. I'm, I run it. I run. I run it. I, I. I. Yeah. I, I attack her. We'll see how Excellent. it goes. Yeah. Directly engage a threat. Go for it. Yeah. I have a plus one. <laughs> <laughs> because I took plus one forward. Come on, be a better roll. Please be a better roll. That is an eleven. Oh, shizen! 
Um, so you absolutely hit. Uh, you can pick two of the benefits if you want, or you can just completely uh, obliterate her. I will. Um, I will resist. And actually, no, I am not gonna. If she wants to hit me back, that's fine. That can happen. Okay. I am. Would like to. Uh, impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. I think it's probably just going to be impress or surprise. I don't think. I don't think I scare Aquila. I don't think a lot of things yeah, do. That's fair. And I would like to take something from them. Mm-hmm. And Maddie, the pitch I would like to make is I would like to try and take it from them without them noticing. Ooh. <gasps> nice. I'm guessing Aquila has a like a phone, personal computer, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, she will. In in this like clash. I would like to take it from her without her noticing. Yeah, I think on an 11, absolutely you can do that. Just sneakily, while she is distracted by a blow coming from the right, you just slip into her left pocket and and yank it out. I think that that's the moment where I let her hit Mm. me. If she, if she does again, obviously I don't know if she's if she's actually retaliating or not. Yeah, I think in this moment she is going defensive, and she's not aiming to hurt you, but in the way that she blocks like her her elbow may kind of check you in a way that sure. is quite painful do you want to continue attacking or do you want to call it quits now that you have a, t- a trophy <laughs> i think there's a uh, still a little bit of adrenaline but i think after that i will take a step still in a you know in a stance but i'll take a step back and see what she does yeah she stands astride her hands still balled up into fists and she just says to you, I never want to see you again. <gasps> You're not useful to me anymore. Oh. I think that deflates Joseph slightly for a second. And he so takes a couple of steps backwards. Opens his mouth to like he's going to say something and doesn't really know what it is that he wants to say or, or and he's going to turn and as he's walking out he's going to like scoop the helmet up off the floor from where he dropped it turn and throw it like as hard as he can into there's like a display case mm. in one, one point in this room and in that display case I would like to say is Aquila's old costume mm, yeah from like the gold, the golden age when she was a superhero herself. Did you have any idea of what that looked like? Yeah, I think it is a really dark navy blue that is almost black and has a very subtle kind of angular feather motif to it. Mm -hmm. And there is a sort of cape that is attached to both of the arms that just you just know billows so good in the wind. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna scoop the helmet up and just hurl it into the glass of that cabinet like hard as I can. Ooh, does that clear you're angry? I think it might. Mm. And uh, leave. And I think the difference here is, I think it was Joseph kind of is walking out. There's like the stealth jet's like where it was, where it landed. And then as he's kind of coming out in that direction, almost not really thinking about it, like we we see the stealth jet just get like lifted away by like robotic mechanical arms and sort of drawn off into some other like repair bay to fix the damage that was done to it. But it's like, nope, that's gone. And I think he takes a lift down like one of the secret ones that nobody else has access to. I think he changes in the lift 
and we just see like a like a minute or so later uh, very unassuming looking boy in a grey hoodie kind of leaving this big skyscraper building at the bottom floor and wandering off into the into the city and I guess I'll leave myself there yeah as we leave Joseph walking away from the apex building atop which the eerie sits we will take a short break and be right back hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And we're back. So, after that intense uh, interaction between Aquila and Joseph. We now go back to our three other heroes. Where are you? Are you going to the gig or are you going to be looking for Joseph? Minnie believes that we should go there and he might turn up. I think Morgan also is of the opinion that we can't find him, but if we let him know where we are, which we have repeatedly, and go to the gig, hopefully. So I, I guess it's like, can we convince Deep? That's what yeah. we think we should do. Can we bring, uh, invite uh, Blue to join us? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Let's message her. Do we need to go get her or is she... I don't know how that works. Can she get out? Y- you would know she can't leave on her own. Oh, let's go get her. Do you think it's safe for her to leave the building? I mean, it's the three of us are going to be with her, so it should be safe. Yeah, I suppose. We, we just have to be really careful. She's been cooped for a couple of days there in... You probably want to go out, do something. I guess Joseph might be there as, as well. Yeah, I just, I, you know, she hid there for a reason because it was dangerous. But I, I, I agree. It's, it's, it's also dangerous to, to not do anything. Um, I'm sure it's really fine. Like there's three of us, and we're all capable superheroes, kind of, somewhat. Yeah, very capable. Under no circumstances is anyone going to this gig, Maddie. No matter how many times <laughs> you say, there's a gig, you've not gone to the gig yet. We're yeah, not definitely. going. <laughs> is there anything we're doing on the way, or is it a smash cut to like... <laughs> just three of you standing outside an elevator, just having your passes rejected repeatedly. So as you come up to Exoplanet Corp and you go to the usual elevator, it is just wide open, and it, it never is. You always have to use your pass to open it. It's just open. Is is this a trap? Um, I mean... Why would it be a trap? I can struggle to sometimes interpret uh, human mental states and emotions and intentions. They don't always make great sense. But the one word uh, that I have never associated with Joseph is open (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it's fine I I walk in oh deep my assessing the situation is minus two so I'm not even gonna bother (laughs) (laughs) well Adib has influence over Minnie. Minnie thinks Adib is cool, smart, and well put together, and Minnie's going to confidently stride after you. Cool. Cool, smart, well put together, and as of earlier this evening, terrifyingly (laughs) powerful. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) Morgan would be like, 
I'm not sure about this, but we'll follow because won't want to leave you. Are there even buttons or does it go automatically to the... There, There is a single button that you press and it sends you up to the correct floor. As the lift is going up, I'm texting my sister. I am definitely not going to miss tonight. <laughs> <gasps> Bringing more friends. Tempting fate. <laughs> <A> tem- <laughs> uh, as the lift doors open onto the apartment, which was once the grey box, you see that it is now completely empty. There is absolutely nothing there. There is no bluebell, most importantly. Hello? And there's even no plants. The plants are gone. My plants are <gasps> gone. No tech, no re- weapons, no milkshakes. It's just completely what? stripped clean. <laughs> okay. Did he move out or something? That was quick. Oh my gosh. That was too quick. It's like to the point where the those windows that had the like screens on them that could project as well as see through of all like are they've also gone yeah. like everything is the paint's been stripped like the floorboards are up like <laughs> it's this a white is just room a, now it's just a completely blank room like everything is yeah. gone they somehow managed to get the bulletproofness off the glass <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well I guess Joseph really doesn't wanna be friends no that's not what i wanted you to take from this <laughs> i know this is where we are yeah i'm just i'm gonna call him she's got his actual phone number so that she's not calling the group chat anymore it's like actually joseph phone number probably one of 12 that directs to his phone <laughs> or through multiple vpns but like calls <laughs> just rings nothing guessing this is the one thing that Minnie has definitely picked up from socialising with humans that are of an equivalent though not the same age because like we don't talk about the pupa stage (laughs) is the terrifying nature of (laughs) actually calling yeah someone Mm -hmm. on the phone like that is yeah not gonna do that so like this is the point where it's it's calling on the phone and the secret relief when it's not picked up yeah, again, not to not to grind things to any uh, halt or anything, but uh, I just don't know what he would even say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, from his point of view, seeing any of you call, like if he's looked at his phone, he's seen all the messages, and mm. yeah, I don't think Joseph's going to answer his phone at this point in time, which is a shame because he doesn't know what's happened. So, mm. yeah, he really doesn't. He d- he doesn't want to be our friend. Well, I thought he was quite nice. Apart from the electrocuting. I, I, yeah. My opinion of him has changed a lot over the course of the day. <laughs> the two days I've known him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you met on Saturday, this is Monday. <laughs> Look, we're superheroes. Uh, we Ignore that. <laughs> Super friends. Exactly, we form very fast bonds. We got 18 episodes, everything needs to matter a lot in yeah. a short amount of you had, time. You had okay. very intense bonding experiences. So do you think Bluebell left with him? He's probably trying to protect her and took her with him or something. Uh, I... I think we should get out of here because I don't know what to expect from him anymore. I'll make one last uh, Bluebell echo. Bluebell! 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 Nothing. I'll go to the elevator. Alright, you head back down and walk slowly out of the Exoplanet Court building and where are you going next? Deep, where's the gig and what's the dress code? 
Oh, important questions. I, obviously, I know the dress code, but uh, the location, what was it called? The night jar. All right, and it's it's Muslim friendly, so there's no alcohol and there's no age limit. Cool. Yeah, so it's a dry bar. I've just been imagining the bronze from Buffy this whole time. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm going to be. <laughs> <laughs> you put me in any club or bar, describe it however you like. But I will be in the bronze from Buffy. That is where I will be. Thank you very much. <laughs> but with milkshakes instead of cocktails. <gasps> <laughs> so you make your way to the kind of studenty district of the city where uh, a lot of the dorms are, a lot of the student accommodation. And you head to this dry bar that is very hip and trendy and has a whole host of caffeinated beverages and juices and smoothies on offer. And milkshakes. Yeah, I think Minnie's about to have a milkshake. Yeah, absolutely. There is there is a, a bespoke menu of luxury milkshakes on offer. Uh, and you can even add your own toppings. But uh, as you enter, you can see uh, a small but dedicated crowd of fans of Amel's band, Panthera. And you can see that uh, they are all getting set up on the stage with their amps and their guitars and their drums. And Adib would know and would probably tell you as you enter that each of the band members of Panthera have a stage name based on uh, the scientific name of a big cat. So Amal is Uncia, which is Snow Leopard, and her fellow members of the band are Tigress, Pardus and Onka. Dope. Amazing. And so, yeah, what do you want to do? Do you want to grab some drinks? Do you want to sit down? Do you want to go say hi to Amal and her friends? Probably go ahead to Amal and, br- and drag those two with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Well, love to meet your sister. Cool. Nice. And as soon as she sees you, Adib, she is very excited. And she's like, oh, thank you so much for coming. This is oh, it's so great to see you. Um, yeah, this is uh, this is Tigress Partisan Onka. And um, I think we're just going to go by stage names tonight because that's fun. And yeah, so can I get you anything? Um, do you want to take a seat or yeah, just no, make yourself look, comfortable? We're, we're going to be fine. I just want to address you to my friend. Little wave. Okay, so their names are their stage names as well. So <laughs> this is uh, Minnie and this is Morgan. Hi. Hi. Amazing to meet you. Hi. Nice How are you doing? Yeah, good, good. Um, this looks cool. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We've been we've been rehearsing a lot. Um, so yeah, we when we started off, we were quite like I don't know all over the place. But at the moment, I think we're in a good place, and uh, we've really we really improved our sound. And I think we've yeah. Um, this is a good place. Minnie is looking around like in awe. <laughs> Never been to a bar like this before. Is there a disco ball? Because <laughs> that there's a human disco ball now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a disco ball. Cool, cool. <laughs> Minnie is gonna go and order a milkshake. Uh, before I leave, I just uh, touch my sister's shoulder. I'm assuming she has like a white scarf or something like that around her head. And I will just change it to have like uh, leopard's uh, spots. <gasps> Yay! <gasps> just add some color and just go kill him. Oh, thank you so much. That's amazing. Oh my god. Okay, thank you, thank you. That's really sweet. As you settle in for the gig, are you keeping an eye out to see if Joseph's coming through the door? Yeah. M- Minnie is focusing on, like, the right arrangement. So Minnie's going to have mixed up. So I'm guessing there's going to be an ice cream kind of and different sort of 
mocktail type smoothie thing so there's lots of fruits and there's lots of and there might be snacks as well on sale so like Minnie's gonna kind of have lemon and like turkey bacon on a strawberry milkshake (laughs) and it's gonna be incredible it's gonna blow her tiny mind Morgan is next to her at the bar and has has just taken the first slurp of her chocolate malt that has cream on top and peanut M&M's how many lit sparklers are in Minnie's milkshake that's what I want to know as many as are permitted. Uh, I'll, I'll say a nice round of three. As many legally allowed by the fire department. You tried to get more, but they were like, no, we actually, we can't. We're not insured for more than three sparklers per drink. Morgan's going to get some chips like with cheese and jalapenos and things on as well. Thanks. She's starving. She, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, been, yeah it's been a busy day. Minnie's going to put some jalapenos in the milkshake. Excellent. Okay, yeah, you settle down with your with your feast of treats and delights and uh, the gig starts and you can see that Amal and the others are a bit nervous to start off with but they're fellow students who have become their kind of loyal fan base are really into it and they soon warm up and they become more confident and they get into the groove and they are playing this really quite cheerful but also like aggressively cheerful punk perfect yeah it's kind of like you're so happy that it makes you slightly angry (laughs) (laughs) aggressively happy which is not the mood that morgan's in (laughs) yeah yeah this is quite jarring Mm. for for some of you i'm sure but partway through the gig as you're having a lovely time listening to this uplifting punk music. Someone uh, comes in through the door and Adib, you uh, would recognize this to be your mother. I, I turned, uh, I tried, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I panic. Get her, guys. <laughs> do, you, do you make that obvious to us? That I panic. Yeah, I am trying to cover my face, but I don't know how, and I'm just on, just covering my face with my hand. I forget that I can change my clothes, so now I'm just covering my face just, with my hand. You just stuff. instinctively become a fabric cocoon. <laughs> <laughs> Minnie's gonna bend light around you, like so that you become quasi invisible. Nice. While like so you, you're blurred, you know, you're like a person in the background in a when blur is put on your Zoom call kind of thing, like. Bits are coming through, but it's not quite, you know. What's wrong? Why, yeah. why are you hiding? Who's attacking us? Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, V, no. Uh, it's, it's, it's my mother. She's here. Oh, oh, lovely. <laughs> is that not? Oh, is that not, not lovely? Not... It's, um, it's complicated. She doesn't know about these things. Does she not like the band? They have their opinions about uh, people uh, who go on stage. Oh, so should we? Bad? This is not good for Amal either. No. Okay. I, I don't think you can do that thing with her, can you? I, I, it would it's kind of too late. It would be quite hard to hide people on the stage. Um, um, I could give your mama migraine. <laughs> oh, I mean, I could put her to sleep, but I don't think maybe that's what we should do right I now. I don't 
know. I don't think that's a good idea, but thank you for the thought, I guess. While this conversation is going on, you have successfully managed to hide Ajib in either hands or darkness. A blur. Mm. A blur, yeah. Amira is just sitting at one of the tables right in the back near the front door of the bar and just kind of staring at the stage with a steely glare. Uh-oh. Uh, I, I don't know what to do. Like, I want to get out of there and not get caught as well here, but I don't want to leave my sister <laughs> staying the blunt alone, and I'm really lost on what to do. Morgan's like, I'm really... Sorry, I don't know. I... Uh, I, I, I Minnie, did, did you know your parents? I grew up without mine. I don't... I don't know what to do in this situation. Oh, yeah. Mine, um... They're... Well, I mean... I, I'm not really sure. We don't... We've got a lot of parents. But my first mother, she... She's very supportive. Almost too supportive sometimes. But she... I mean, she wishes that I was nearer home. I... And... Uh, sometimes, you know, she she worries that I'm in danger here because, you know, obviously humans are. <laughs> um, but uh, no, they're, they're usually very um, nice. She she comments on all my articles. That's that's nice. With a score out of ten. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, Morgan's just gonna turn away at that. I'd be like looking at a deep like, Do you want to maybe? I, I don't know. I guess it's too late to, to warn Amal. Yeah, I think... Let's do damage control and just go... Let's let's go and talk to her. Okay. Like, how... Is she upset or is she, like, just keeping a cold face or is... She, what is her facial yeah, expression? Yeah, it is... She is trying to keep as neutral as possible, but you can see that there is... It's a kind of mixture of concern and fury behind the eyes. Oh, God. Okay, so, yeah, we, we should probably go. You mean go talk to her? I guess let me introduce you to my mother. Okay. Uh, Minnie removes the blur that has been censoring you. All right. Yeah, so as you go up to her table... Timidly. She, yeah. She <laughs> she turns and suddenly spots you and is like, Adib, you're here as well? Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Mama. Uh, hi, darling, but... Excuse me, you, did you know about this? I, these are my friends. Hi! Hi. I appreciate the, the, the politeness of introducing me to your friends, but that's not going to distract me from the matter at hand, which is that your sister is in a band that neither of you told me about that is very possibly going to damage her career and make her not be taken seriously as a scientist. Or she could be having a really good time and managing herself well so she can work hard on her career and not get burned out. But it's it's past 11 at night. How, how Surely the definition of burning out is being out late and doing things that aren't relevant to your career. Well, uh, when you do stuff like you really, really enjoy, it's, it's, it's it works the opposite. It's just, it's it gives you so much motivation to work harder. Could you please do me a provoke roll to see if you can persuade your mother that this is actually a good thing? That's a seven. Oh! oh. So yeah, um, in this moment, she is somewhat flustered and you can take plus one on your next roll against her. 
<laughs> against your mom. <laughs> We're all fighting family here. And she kind of goes, well, um, I, I, I wouldn't know about that. I, I just think that it's much more sensible to have a clear goal in mind and follow it through. That's true. That's absolutely true. But sometimes you need uh, to get to get out of the box and look at things from different perspective and and look look and I, I i point at the stage how amazing she is and look at how everybody is just so amazed by her uh, talent listen she takes a moment to to take in the scene and she does linger on the the happy faces of amal on the stage and her friends her fellow big cats in panthera and the audience members and you can see that she is considering carefully what you're saying and she says well um perhaps i've not been thinking very clearly about this let's let's just wait until the end and i'll i'll speak to amal and see what she has to say for herself how about that would you like me to bring you something to drink what kind of thing do they offer here? Oh, this is Muslim friendly. This, they don't have anything alcoholic, so it's, it's okay. Perfect. All right. Well, that is that is better than I expected. Okay. Um, could you please get me uh, a lemonade? Absolutely. Uh, before you go, uh, this is Minnie. This is Morgan. Hi. And I just Hi. walk away from everybody, leaving them with me. Now, now it comes the time for the awkward sitting at the table while Adib goes to get the lemonade. Minnie isn't awkward at all. Minnie's going to like <laughs> immediately sort of just be talking about like, it's really incredible the way that music and, and science and thought all kind of combine and we'll just start talking about the way that instead of one being different from the other like you know sound is about like space and time and it i don't even think she's necessarily trying to be helpful she's continuing what she saw as a as a interesting conversation about the relationship between science and art and the way that the divisions between the two are actually not particularly like real and that thinking about things from a creative perspective is is Mm. necessary all the time so Nice. Morgan is is going to be very awkward, very silent, uh, just uh-huh every now and then <laughs> at like Minnie's points. Yeah. We're spoke if spoken to, obviously. Yeah. Amira just sits back and kind of takes everything in. She's on receive mode. She's not she's not gonna be broadcasting anytime soon until until mm. the gig is finished. She's just taking everything in. And so Adib comes back with the drink and you, you take a seat and she sort of allows everyone to just enjoy the rest of the show um, without any further comment and as the show comes to an end and the the keen audience at the front are clapping and cheering and having a wonderful time and uh, the band members are taking their bows um, eventually as the lights dim down and Amal can get a good look around she spots you all with Amira there with you and in a very similar way, in a very familiar way, you can recognise the mannerisms across the family. She tentatively walks up to the table and <laughs> she's just like, "Hi, hi, mom. How, how, how are you doing? Is, are you good?" And Amira's like, "You didn't tell me about any of this." And I was like, "Well, um, it's something that I really enjoy," and. It actually um, gives me a chance to have a break from work and clear my head and 
make friends and uh actually um uh Adib, can you help me out here? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um and, and and she those are her uh, college friends. I mean, they're doing a lot of activities together to uh, in, entice their scientific creativity. Yes, yes. Um because creative thinking and science is very important. People are so um, focused on uh, on 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 uh, the facts and the figures when actually you need to be creative in thinking new solu- of, of new solutions to old problems. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I was trying to say. Minnie concludes. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. What Minnie was saying. Mm. And Amira, she holds for a moment and just kind of looks Amal up and down, and then eventually, very slowly, reaches out her arms and gives Amal a hug and says alright I don't understand this and I'm not sure I ever will but you're happy and as long as you don't hide things from me again we're alright okay and Amal says thanks mom and she just kind of nuzzles in for a hug and Amira gestures to Adib to join in if he wants I I join in because I never say no to my parents (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> only behind their back <laughs> in this moment of uh, of a family coming to terms with some very aggressively happy punk uh, we're going to end the episode there and we'll be back next oh. week so thank you so much for listening to this episode of Chapter Multiverse and uh, as always I would like to ask our fantastic and talented players where we can find them on the internet and if they have anything to plug starting with Pip Hello there, I'm Pip Gladwin, and you can find me at Pip underscore Gladwin on Twitter. And you know what? If you like the sound of my voice, uh, and also Maddie's, you should check out the podcast uh, Realms of Peril and Glory RPG pod, um, and check out our uh, inaugural from way back when, our first Veil campaign, Maddie and I play as in it, and it's great fun. And I play a much more emotionally available and supportive character in it who like <laughs> enjoys stuff and likes things, um, and doesn't just spend the whole time through that final scene there thinking, I don't know, Adib, I think you should sweep your mum leg um uh, yeah uh so that's me and um um yep D- done now yes please do check out realms of power and glory if you like this show you'll definitely like that show too and lori hey you can find me at lori tweets and on other podcasts for rusty quill <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll be in. Um, I, sorry, the hesitation is because I'm like, what's been announced? But I'll be in Trice Forgotten. That's exciting. Woo. Yeah. Excellent. And Lydia. Hi, I'm available at Lyd Nicholas on Twitter and in. Similarly, scattered across the podcast universe. You know, nice. it's like a treasure hunt. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Excellent. And Ahmed. Hi, you can find me everywhere at Mr. Al Jabri. Uh, mostly on Twitter, where I share tidbits of uh, Middle Eastern and uh, cultural stuff from there. I'm also doing a couple of things that I don't know when they'll come out, so I'll let you know next time. <laughs> okay, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Maddie underscore abstract, where there are links to all the various things that I do. And we hope to see you next time on Chapter and Multiverse. But until then, from all of us here in the space between worlds, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Chapter and Multiverse is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. It is directed by Maddie Searle and produced by M. Lindemann. 
with executive producers Alexander J. Newell and April Sumner. The Eternal Tavern Keeper was played by Kareem Cronfrey. This episode was edited by Lorianne Davis, Tessa Vroom and Maddie Searle, with music by Nikova Teze. Thank you for listening. <laughs>